Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. We figured since we've got a bit of spare time on our hands, we'd interview some of our fave celebs and influential figures in the beauty industry and share those interviews with you. Don't forget to subscribe to be notified when a bonus episode drops. So today's guest, who we think should be a comedian, but is actually a professional actor, is Luke Cook. You might know him as Lucifer from Sabrina on Netflix, and he'll be across your screens again in the fourth season of Dynasty. Welcome to the podcast, Luke Cook. Thanks so much for having me. We're beyond excited. (laughs) We're pretty starstruck right now. Oh, gosh. That's nice. I'm glad that you enjoy my forays into the taboo subjects of feet, hymens, and poo, and sex, and... (laughs) I haven't I haven't gone down the anal route yet, but it's I mean it's just a matter of list. time, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We talk about anus hair a lot on this podcast, so we're we're, we're ahead of you in that sense, aren't we? I once um, saw this great TikTok, and it was a woman talking about how you know when men are bored, they put their hands down their pants and they they twiddle with their uh, anal hair, <laughs> right? And, and then it, and then it, it cut it cut to a guy, a guy going, "Who <laughs> told her? That, how does she know that?" It's true. It's true. We're disgusting, but it's true. (laughs) Wow. I don't know how I'm going to get through this interview. Um, My claim to fame, Luke, is that I actually once featured on your like question box stories and the question box was your deepest fantasy confessions. And I don't know if you remember my response, but it was a threesome with Larry David and George Costanza. (laughs) So I've actually featured on your Instagram and I sent Joe a message straight away and I said, I mean, I was just joking. (laughs) She's like, bullshit, you were joking. Yeah, no, I have that. I have a thing, uh, Kate Blanchett and Tilda Swinton, like at the same time, it's this strange, like, they're kind of like these androgynous, strong, and then similar looking women, as I think that George Costanza <laughs> and Larry David are too. Like, I wouldn't compare those two. Like, you're kind of going the comedic route, and I'm going the serious actor route with that <laughs> fantasy, you know? Yes. Well, I think, I think for me, it just shows that I don't care about looks at all, mm. really. Like, I really care about their personality and their quirkiness. Could you generalise, do you think, about most women tending to not be so much about looks and more about personality, comedics? Would you agree or no? If a guy is funny, he can look like anything. Oh, wow. Oh, I don't know. I do have to think about it. I'll let you know at the end of the interview. <laughs> so for any of you who don't follow Luke on Instagram, his handle is at Cook. I feel like we should encourage our audience to go and look at your story highlights before we actually get properly into this interview. Otherwise, they might not understand the context of it. But our cringy convo segment on our podcast is so similar to the segments that you do. Hannah and I are just constantly sending each other your stories and pissing ourselves. Every day. All the time. So we're like, we have to get Luke on. It just makes logical sense. So one of the segments that you did was bum wiping. Now, this has been a contentious topic in my own life because I know two men that stand up and turn around to wipe their bums. Was that a popular thing that came through when you did that segment? It was surprisingly popular and I just feel like it's like it it starts in childhood for a guy. Like it's only for men, I've noticed. It starts in childhood and nobody ever corrects them. It's an un, like it doesn't make sense because at, you, you sit right and your butt butt cheeks spread, leaving the anus open for wiping, for pooing and then wiping, right? But then you stand up and your butt cheeks press together, which is kind of yeah. like like a Rorschach test. Yeah, totally. You know those Rorschachs where you paint and then you fold the paper in half. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've just done that with your own poo. 
You just did that with your own poo on your own bum cheeks. What's the purpose of that? Is that to actually turn around to a, like, is there a mirror behind them? Like, what's the purpose of it? Are they wanting to look at themselves doing it? Oh, I just think one of them just wasn't toilet trained properly as a grown man. When it came up for me, I was at a a dinner party and then a guy mentioned, like, I had this chat with my mates the other day, like, how do you wipe, right? And And it was, he was the only other guy at the dinner party and I go, oh, reach through like that. And and the women and him were all like, what? <laughs> and I was like, what? I, I'm i amazed. <laughs> the shock and the judgment. Don't poo shame me. Oh, it was very. But but I, I get it for women. Like after doing a little bit of research, mm. like there's UTI issues and things like that because you're wiping towards your vagina. Yeah, it's got to be front to back. For your gender, it makes a lot of sense. However, like the reach, I feel like the reach through for the guy, somebody was like, you get shit on your balls. It's like, there's this big gap called a twat. Is that what it's called? I thought it was called a gooch. A notcher, a gooch, a twat, a perineum. <laughs> but for, for a guy, like the gap between your anus and your vagina, I don't know yours personally, but it wouldn't be that. It'd be about that, right? It'd be about a, it'd be about a 10 centre. Whereas for a guy, it's almost a $5 note. It's a $5 yeah. note. Okay. Be- between the and the beginning of your scrotum. There's a lot of control that you can have there. You're not wiping mm. poo onto your balls. Did you get any really weird <laughs> techniques that just wouldn't you wouldn't have thought of apart from the standing up and turning around? I had a guy who does every angle. He goes oh. back to front, then he goes at the back, and then he goes and then he got like sits up onto one cheek and wipes from that angle too. Like he kind of hits all angles all at once. Yeah, but I think bidets are really coming through. Yes. Like I think the Western world. I love a bidet. Mm. Oh. I really wish they were normalised in Australia. Yeah. Oh, I, I, you know, have you been on the, a smart toilet before? No, I haven't. I haven't. Very special. I mean, it's like <laughs> they shoot up, like they shoot Mr. up. Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> Funnily enough, my neighbour in Hollywood had one and that's how I got on it. Like seat warmer, like sit down, Ooh. like like there's a front squirter for, for women. Oh. Uh, it was a revolution. There's also a steamer and a dryer. Ooh, wow. a steamer. Yes. Like you can yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, you can get a you can get a vaginal steaming. Yes. Wow, right? Love it. I would like to know why you actually decided to use your platforms to normalize our bodily functions. I think you had a story mm. yesterday where someone said You were getting that some hate. You were getting some hate oh, yeah. for being I- immature or something, but I and you said it's the opposite of immature. Like let's all be mature and talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I do think that there's there is obviously an element of immaturity, for, but it's not immature. It's like just having fun talking about our pro, our normal bodily functions, and also normalizing people who have it a little bit strange. You know, I had so many people writing to me and say they had ulcerative colitis or IBS, and, mm. and where 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 shitting is actually a huge part of their life, but maybe they go on five times a day sometimes, or not at all, and it worries them. And it's on in it's in their mind, and you know, the only way that you can kind of figure out if it's normal or not is to, to talk to somebody just to uh, say hey what's what do you think about this like and they go hi huh, you should yeah. probably get that checked out i mean i don't know it seems like something you should get checked out and then on the breath <laughs> thing which i talked about too i had a, a, a dental hygienist write in and say if your partner's breath smells bad often and all the time get them to go and see a dental hygienist it could be part of a much 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 bigger problem and it's like, so, mm. okay, so if, if we're normalizing these discussions, and this is just talking very deeply about the fact that I'm talking trash on my Instagram, but I, <laughs> I think that these, I think these conversations can actually be much, much more ideologically helpful and like big and good. But I only talk about it for fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so do we, but also some of the feedback we get for our podcast is, oh, I don't have you know, friends that I can talk to about this. And I feel more comfortable that you guys are talking about it because I feel like, 
I'm the same as you mm. because we're talking about things that maybe they wouldn't mention to their friends or family, whereas I'm very open with my friends and they would know like every time I do a bowel movement. Yeah. Um, mm. But some people don't have that and they're very private mm. and they don't share things and then once they hear someone else talking about it, they might feel a little bit more comfortable to share it. We're doing a good thing. Yeah, your families, were they quite open? Yeah. Yeah, my mum's a nurse, so um, oh, mine too. Yeah, she's a midwife. So she'd often tell horror stories at the dinner table. So I'm quite accustomed to a scary story or two about a vagina. Mine too. Yeah. My mum's a nurse as well. And, and she was really what got me going with, have you done a poo today? She would always ask and mm. ask at the dinner table yeah. and ask when visitors were over and like just yeah. no holds barred. <laughs> And then when I was like 21, I didn't. I, I started getting into the habit of asking my friends, like, "Have you done a poo today?" And like, I love that. Is that the new "How are you?" Let's start a campaign. Let's do that. The new "How are you?" Yes. Did you poo today? Luke Cook in collaboration with Beauty IQ. Yeah. Yeah. Now, are you guys having like both? Are you are you guys having sex regularly? <laughs> Um, I'm actually celibate for three months. Joe checks in with me every week on the podcast to make sure that I'm still on track. Why? Yeah. What's going on? Oh, to be honest, so I guess it was slow over COVID, and then it was, and then I had a lot of fun over summer. I went to Byron Bay and to Queensland, and I was dating younger guys who I think were just making me feel bad about. I started to just feel bad about myself because mm. they, I'd be getting ghosted and whatever else, mm. and still dating but just not having mm. sex. Yeah, wow. Well, she she was just dating the wrong people and I advised her to maybe have a three-date rule. Red flags, left, right and centre. Yep. Yeah, and she decided instead of the three-date rule, she'll just be celibate for three months. That was her own call. No one forced yep. her into that. She That was yep. voluntary. Yeah. But I actually wanted yep. to ask a question on dating and we've kind of touched on the poo etiquette thing, but obviously you and your wife, Cara, are very open with each other. In fact, I feel like you're open also with your mother-in-law um I've heard you just talking to your phone like filming a story and she's in the background I'm like I wouldn't say that in front of my mother-in-law but yeah, <laughs> you yeah, do you. yeah yeah I wanted to know like when you first started dating Cara when, when was the first poo when was the first part did you ever have any reservations around poo etiquette in your relationship or was it very comfortable from the start well I really Cara was very like it was a complete mystery when she would go to poo because it would be in the time that it took you <laughs> a wee she would do a poo and then she'd come back and she just did a poo and she would she would tell me but like be, me being around like she was like could you go over there go to the other room or <laughs> go she would tell me where to go and I, I, it's interestingly, like, I think at some point I was like, I should start letting farts go because I'm in digestive distress trying to pretend yeah. in front of this woman that I don't fart. I need to fart. And so I just started farting. That's the worst. I just, started, I just started farting and she laughed and it was so good. I was like, oh, my gosh, I love it. You think it's funny. She doesn't think the smell is that bad. Like, <laughs> I was like, you're amazing. I love you so much. She, uh, she doesn't fart much, but every so often when she does, like in the rare occasion, it, oh, it's so good. And it's so <laughs> funny because I'm like, what was that? Did you just fart? She's like, no. And then we burst out laughing. <laughs> it's so good. But, but I just feel so much closer to her when she does. I'm like, you are human. You find it on Instagram stories the other day and oh. I sent it to Joe, and I said, Wow, next level confidence is to fart on Instagram stories. <laughs> the BDE of farting on an Instagram story. Yes, Joe said that's, BDE. that is BDE. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's just so funny. Like if you can drop yeah. a fart in the middle, like when I did that, the day before I'd give a friend had reached out and said, could you just say hello to my daughter? She's a fan. And so I did a 
video and the video was kind of going, no, I was like, happy birthday, hope all's well. And then just before it ended, I let go of a fart. And I was like, <laughs> now it's a good video. Like before it was average, but now I farted, it's f***ing good. Like it was, you know. I would have been happy with that shout out. Yeah, it's like a little cher- cherry on the top. Yeah, exactly. Another topic we always talk about is fungal toenails, which ties in nicely to your foot fetish segment. Yeah. And I went and had a look and 12% of your followers said they were into feet, Mm. like they've got a foot fetish. Mm. What was the best story that you got about feet? Because you ended up getting a load of feet pics from people, like people were sending you photos of their feet after that. Oh, I, I just, I loved this one guy kind of opened my mind up to the idea of, uh, I think they're called microfiles. And they love the idea of being stepped on by something much, much bigger than them. So that what they'll do is, let's just say I send a picture of my feet, like me sitting down and my feet are at the, at the bottom of the picture. He'll then put a, fo- a little photo of himself underneath my foot. And he just loves the idea oh. of a big thing stepping on him. So another one he sent me was a giant Chris Hemsworth standing over a cityscape, like a King Kong. Was he a big guy? No, no, no. I mean, he's just a normal, normal guy. But just like wanted to be like, li- like little, and I thought that was so interesting. There's got to be some sort of AI out there that can help you fulfil your deepest fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be. Surely you work in Hollywood. Find it out. This is a movie idea. I reckon you should be pitching this to studios. You've seen those virtual reality goggles, right? Yeah. Like eventually, yes. there's got to yeah. be an entire f-ing suit that you put on that grips you and does what the situation would do to you, damn, that's money right there. Somebody's got to do that. I reckon we've got a cringy topic that you've never even heard of. Oh, yeah. So mm. let me know. Please. So we've spoken about this before. So if you've had a belly button piercing, the piercing hole never actually closes over. Are you aware yeah. of this? Yes, I've seen it, yeah. So there's belly button piercing gunk, and Joe and I have talked about this. It It is the foulest smelling gunk that comes out of your body. Do I? Should I show you the technique? Yes. I'll show you the technique. Hang on. All right. Belly button hole. Uh-huh. You kind of, you just, usually when it's moist and you can also squeeze it out the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> and it stinks. Like it's, it's it, stinks. I don't even know what is in there. Well, it's, it's probably from shower, like, you know, having a bath or a shower and the water getting in there and kind of molding. Yes, yes. probably. There's a technique on TikTok where they get a, what, what do they use? They Joe? get this empty, like a syringe, just a standard syringe, and they fill it with water and they put it in the hole and they flush it out. Oh, my God. Genius. Mm, but I feel like you need to get people to send in videos of that. These are just the things that women do in order to be, you know, there's like these these dirty little things that you guys have to put up with and that you, <laughs> you know, because you've got a f***ing piercing there before, yeah. you know, kind of yeah. like. What happens when you're, a, you know, a liberated woman who gets belly button piercings is like you get a bit of gunk in there. And, but then, and then, and then yeah. on top of that, all the nails, the brows, the lashes, the oh, it's uh-huh. like wow. When do you get time to the sit hair down? removal? Oh my god, the hair removal, the bum hair removal, which we've talked about extensively. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot to remove. Yeah, about the hair removal, I see that the more that I think about it, like if I'm attracted to a woman and they've got hair. Like, you know, kind of hairy legs, kind of like, you know, hairy arms. Like, it's like kind of hot. You're very open-minded. Well, but but Julia Roberts waving. Have you seen Julia Roberts waving? Yes. Hot. No. I have seen that. It's hot. I'll send it to you, Joe. No, oh, my God, send it to me. I'll tell you, one time time I was at a Halloween party and my friend, his girlfriend was there. Um, She was just a cowgirl, but I thought she was dressed as a cowboy. And the reason I thought that was because I thought she'd had a moustache kind of painted on. <laughs> and I kind of bent down and I go, oh, 
I love your mustache, you little cowboy. <laughs> right? And she's like, I'm a cowgirl. And I was like, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. That is the best. Oh, my God. I feel for her. If I didn't get rid of my facial hair, I'd be exactly the same. I went on a walking date yesterday and I was like, oh, I better check myself in the natural light because I was going on a day walk. Mm. And I had some chin stubble and so I quickly plucked it out. That's the worst is like turning up. during the day on a date and you've got some chin stubble. And then but there's always a little bit of fluff on a on a chick's face. Like it's like but yours gets dark, as it was saying. I've got like dark hair everywhere. So it, it doesn't discriminate. It grows everywhere, including your face. Got it. Walk, walking dates are nice. It's a good idea. Yeah, mm. I find the best thing about a walking date is that you don't have – so Joe and I have had this discussion where you don't have to commit to more than an hour mm-hmm. because it's a lap around the park. You don't have to kiss them, which is like – Bonus points. I don't want to have to kiss someone on the first date. No awkwardness. Yeah. It's perfect. But I'll tell you this, as a man, it's really nice to walk side by side with somebody and not have to figure out eye contact. I don't know if you've ever heard this before. Oh, yes. This evolutionary woman I listened to on a TEDx talk or TED talk. Well, not TEDx. She was a good one. She was a TED one. And she talked about how women women coddle babies, right? So they, they face to face with babies. So they're really good at that. Face to face. Whereas men, when they hunt, they're side to side looking out at the prey, right? And so men prefer that. Because we all have our weird thing. Like my thing is teeth. I really, oh. like if someone has really nice teeth, I'm like, yes. For Cara, I mean, for when I saw just that her, her nose, I, I do have a thing about noses. I like a strong nose. And then I also like okay. a, a shapely nose. And then I also like those like little symmetrical, like boopy ones. Like I love a good nose. Yeah. And I do notice mm. them. And like Meryl Streep, when she was young, she had this strong schnoz and yes. it was, it's beautiful. I mean, breath is so important. Breath? Breath. 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 No, not breasts. Oh. <laughs> breath. I don't care about breasts. <laughs> much, much, I care about tushes, noses and breath. <laughs> Here's the thing, you know, when, if you're ever dealing with a friend who's like, I don't get why he didn't call me back. Like, I don't get why we, we slept together one night. Have you got a breath issue? Mm. Because one bad smell, one bad smell, and that's evolutionarily like, whoop, this isn't going to work out. The pheromones are not hitting. We're not melding, mm. uh-huh. you know? Now, I know that you're probably wondering what you're doing here. It probably makes more sense now that we've gotten this far into the conversation, but it is a beauty podcast, and you actually did post about your skincare routine the other day. Oh, yeah. And Hannah and I were even more like, oh, my God, we've got to get him on. Because you were using the SkinCeuticals Retinol and you go and have facials. So tell us about your skincare routine. One, I had a co-star once say, like a, a woman say, like, you get more facials than any other person I know. <laughs> Over a few months, I did get a couple of facials because I had a place in LA called Facil, which is a great place. And my friend ran it and she was always getting me in there and it was lovely. Whilst I was in Sydney, I started going to All Saints Skincare, which is like in Double yeah. Bay. It's beautiful. It's bougie as shit. Yeah. And and it's run by a guy named Dr. Joseph Hikik. And he is uh, like a master. Like he'll take you through. He's got these beauty pyramids where he's like, you know, these, these triangles on your face where he's like, if these all match, you're beautiful. And mm-hmm. and if they're, if they're not matching, I can make them happen minimally invasively or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and make it all happen. So he does this stuff all the time. For me, he was just like wanted to meet me and give me all this skincare, which he did. And he gave me this shit called Augustine Bada. Have you ever heard of it? Very expensive. Oh, yes. 
Yes. That's bougie. And it's hard to get here in Australia. And then I started using, I've never used a retinol before, but because I'm in Atlanta now and I was coming to Atlanta and there's no, we're in the middle of winter, there's hardly any sun. He was like, you know, you can get a bit of that on you. And I, I kind of like it. At the same time, I don't know if I'm going too far with it. How many times a week are you using it? The first week I got here, I was just like, I was putting it on at night and going to sleep and that was, and I, but I could feel it working, you know? Mm. And then if I'm going on set, I'm also like cautious, like I don't want to be using it the night before or anything like that. Yes. Yeah. I, I, once a week up is what I'm kind of doing now. The retinol, uh, the SkinCeuticals yeah. one's hardcore. I've used it. It like burns your face off, but it's good. Very mm. good. Do you use a retinol? We, yes, we both do. I used it last night. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Well, you both got great skin, but also you could be using Thank a filter. You. It's hard to tell. No take. filters. Yeah, I do have the pretty filter on just, just for you. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually wanted to ask about your hair because I've got curly hair and you recently did a pick where you brushed out the curls. You had that great frizz going on. Do you do anything special for the curls? Well, it's interesting. Like, I don't wash my hair ever. I don't ever put shampoo or conditioner in it. I just give it a good really? bloody, like, rub. Wait, so no shampoo ever? Ever, 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 ever. No. Whoa. Wow. I wouldn't have you sleeping on my pillows, if I'm being completely honest. I'd be a bit really? worried about oh, that. But don't you think that the, 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 there's a, the body has a, like, okay, here's another thing. I never use soap. Any, like I use a cleanser on my face. I never use soap anywhere else. Interesting. Really? I let the body do that. I let the body do take care of that and the body will. Wow. That's fascinating. We did speak to a trichologist and she did say the hair is not self-cleaning as, mm. but clearly your hair, <laughs> y- 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 you're, you're proving her wrong. No, I mean, hey, she's, she knows better than me at the same time. Anecdotally, like my hair is good. Like I don't need to f- with it. Like it's just like. But don't they use product in your hair when you're working? Like if you're yeah, on yeah, set, yeah. do they put a lot of product in there? Is that hard to yeah. wash out just with water though? Yeah. And they're like, you'll want to wash it. And I'm like, oh, you're an <laughs> I don't want to wash it. <laughs> So uh, we've spoken a lot about dating already, but you have a whole story highlights dedicated to date confessions. Well, I wanted to hear what some of the weirdest were. Oh my god, I've been through so many confessions <laughs> now. But um... what about what about just confessions in general? What are some of the weirdest confessions you've heard? The weirdest ones are just the ones that you don't see. Like the ones that you don't see are the ones that I'm like, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear about them. Like it's like I, I, you know, I'm you know made out with my cousin or whatever. It's like that's the nicer versions. It's okay. like I, I just let you know, yeah. no more of the incestuous. Shit. <laughs> See, as much as the conversations, as, as much as conversations are helpful, you do feel like a lot of people are seriously in need of like therapy. <laughs> yes, I, I sense that from when you do your responses to them. I can sense that some of those just hurt yeah. you quite deeply. Because you're at a million followers now. You'd have some weird shit coming through. Mm. Yeah, a million followers was always where I wanted to get to in my head. And now I'm there and I'm like, have I got to keep going? Well, what's next for Luke Cook? I don't know. Just just, just keep flowing with it. You know, mm. I've got a um, show... Uh, TV show that I've developed and that I will be developing with Comedy Central, it looks like. Like, I've, I've got, like, a, a slate of shows. I've got four TV shows and a movie I'm trying to sell. I'm trying to get them out there, and it's been really difficult, And I've, and but then all of a sudden I've had some interest. It's so nice to get interest, to finally get a yes. But also, like, mm. I'm open to, like, people throwing me things, like the idea of hosting, the idea of, like, podcasts, the idea of it all. I'm, like, I'm also happy to just be where I am, very, very happy here. I have so much stretching to do. There's so mm. much that I can, that I feel like I can do that I, I'd love to like get into it and just see if I, it fits or 
or whatever. I love where I'm at though and um, I'll just keep chipping away. Mm. Well, we can't wait for the next segment. Um, can we have like a, a sneak peek hint of what the next one will be or have you not thought of it yet? Uh, I do want to get into belly buttons. It's funny that you bring it up. Mm. Bring, I've got belly yes. buttons because I looked up belly button fetishes and there's a there's a big split in the community of belly button fetishists. Uh, there are some mm. that are very like sexual about belly buttons and then others like, hey, could you not make it sexual? Yep. Like we don't want to be on porn sites. They don't want to be objectified, okay. which is super yes. interesting. So I'd like to dive into that. I just don't know how many of my followers yeah. would have anything to say on the issue. What I would like, though, is for people to send me their belly button if they feel like I have a strange one. And then we all look Yes, at okay. That would be, yeah, that would be a good starting point. Someone did write into a Q&A to me. Do you have a any outie or in betweeny? And I said, "Oh, you got that an any?" Seems invasive, but I've got an any, yeah, for sure. I don't think many yeah. adults have outies. I <laughs> yeah. think that's really interesting. I'd like to know how many outies there are. And is and my question was the outie the dad's fault because he cut it. Is that his fault or the doctor's <laughs> fault? Whose fault is it? But I, I cut my son's. He's got a perfect belly button. I wouldn't expect any less. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I, I circumcised him also. <laughs> If you want to go and check out Luke on Instagram, it's at the Luke Cook. Thanks so much for joining us. A pleasure. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.